Okay, I've got a question for you guys. Um, Wes, this is more for Alan because I think I almost feel like I know how your parents handled it. Alan, how did your parents handle, like, your late nights, like, when you were in high school? Did you have to bullshit them? How did you get away with it? Did they care? Did you, I mean, because Wes, I guess that's a that's a whole different conversation for you because we were, we were at your house. Like, yeah. so they knew what you were fucking up to, you know what I mean? But Alan, like, did you have to bullshit your parents? So, did they did they buy it? Alan, 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 you had two older brothers who I think kind of paved the way for for you to, yeah. right? Yeah, they were, and they were worse than like they were badder than me. <laughs> like they got into more more mischief than I. For a uh, guy who's so fucking eloquent, that was great. They were yeah, badder like, than me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as soon as I said it, I was like, "Yep, that's dumb." Uh, <laughs> But yeah, they were, they worked out. Like my mother's even said that, like, I think she didn't, but my, my, my dad was kind of just whatever. He was cool. He was like, he was indifferent kind of, but my mom was the disciplinarian and my mom, I think thought that I was the worst one because I had the biggest mouth. Like I was the most disrespectful, like mouth wise, like, uh, and so I think for a long time she was like, God, he's he's the worst. But then like thought back on it and was like, Oh yeah, nah. I mean he wasn't. He they were definitely they were definitely worse. Uh and so she like kind of gave me shit, but like I really wasn't doing anything, you know. smoke smoke a little herb, probably. Uh but that was about it back then, you know. Maybe in my later years, maybe maybe cracked into a little bit of a little bit of the, the pop off, you know, with with your <laughs> with your with your Seven Eleven cranberry juices, um, but yeah, like I didn't get into that much trouble. So like she would give me shit, and like I would come home stoned, and she'd be like, "God, you're stoned," and I'd be like, "You're crazy. I don't know what you're about. I'm just shaggy defend every think, single time." I think the like so the question was how how did they deal with your late nights? I guess that's it. You came. Yeah, back no, they kinda... just they, like I mean they kind of gave me shit, but like not really. Like there was not much. I was safe. I came home. I didn't get arrested. I fucking. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, they gave me shit, but they didn't really care. Like it wasn't, uh, and I, I guess I got a bigger pass than the other two. Uh, they got it worse than me, I, from what I hear. I was just, of course, just, of course. Just, yeah, are you are you hearing it from them? Yeah, well, even my mother said it, but like, and they're probably right. I didn't, I didn't get, I didn't get whooped on as much. Uh, my mother was old. I've, I've, I've described this to other people. Like, but your parents old by the time, like, I was. I'm 11 and 13 years younger than my two older brothers. So by the time it got to me, my mom was world weary. She was like, I'm not chasing your ass and whooping your ass. And like, yeah, it was just like, it was what it, it was what it was at that point in time. So yeah, like I said, she gave me shit and she'd be like, where were you? Why, why are you out all times tonight? I'm like, I'm just chilling, man. Leave me alone. I'm home. Ain't I? I'm good. Leave me alone. <laughs> Trying to eat all of this food in this fucking refrigerator right now. <laughs> <laughs> I've never, I've never, didn't even know we had a crisper section. Shit, that's yep. beautiful. <laughs> yeah, I was just taking like taking like whole pictures of iced tea downstairs into the basement <laughs> where the room was. Like, I would take this. Peace. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to piggyback off of what he said, Murray, you know this full well. I mean, you're you're best friends with my brother, older brother. Yeah. So, do we do we got caught in so many lies that he set the table so easily you know what i mean this guy just got just got constantly fucking just 
one weekend after another. And it was, he would never let the dust settle. He got caught and they were like, oh yeah, I'm just going over to so-and-so's house. But he would be, he would, wouldn't even be in the car. And my parents would be like, he's not going over there, is he? I don't think so. No, no, no. And then we get caught and see like, I don't know. By the time I got to be his, that age, a couple years down the road, I mean, the rules weren't really all that hard. My rules were by the time I could drive and I got, I don't know, like 17, 18, uh, your, your curfew was midnight. If you didn't call us by 11 PM to say you were staying somewhere, it was non-negotiable. You had to come home. Like you had to be home by midnight, but 1059, like, Hey, I'm staying at so-and-so's house. Cool. Great. And I had a cell phone by that point. Like I fucking, that it was, it was, it was dummy proof. I couldn't like you had to be a total. I never that that rule never got broken. So therefore, like I didn't catch a lot of shit. Now I did get caught sneaking out once or twice. I don't know here or there things like that. But late nights type stuff. I didn't come stumbling back all fucking shit house and things like that. Not really. No. Yeah. It sounds like more way more diplomatic. I see this is this is I think a different culturally. Like my my house was. It's more like a like a work release prison camp kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like, don't, you can go out and do stuff. Don't be fucking around while you're out though. Cause you got to come back. We'll fuck you up. <laughs> uh, you know, we'll throw you in the, we'll throw you in the fucking gulag. But like y'all had like some rigidity and some strike. Like you had to like, there was a checkpoint. I didn't have a checkpoint. I have to call. And that was kind of a touch point. She'd be like, motherfucker, you don't call. And I'm like, yeah, I'm stoned. Leave me alone. <laughs> I'm chilling. Relax. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. I, now that I think back on it, because like I've never, I haven't been asked that question in forever. And my best, my best buddy's crib was literally at the top of our street. So if I wasn't in my home, I was probably there. Yeah, be, or, being down. Or the street we were in a car smoking bloods. Right. Being down the street helps. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was. If nothing was gonna happen, like I was just like I said, I was decent. I wasn't bad. I'd right. just be hanging out. And, and and the reason I brought it up is I, for whatever reason I was I was reminiscing about the foxhole being in your basement and getting fucking jazzed up. And I just remember thinking they're two different worlds though, because I had to go home, but you were already there for the most part. And yeah. your parents were upstairs. Sometimes 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 in the later years, uh, your dad would even join us after we were all of age. Yeah. But they knew what was going on down there. But all the bullshit lies I had to, like, tell my parents or just not tell them anything. And I just remember my mom confronting me one time, like, especially, like, before the foxhole when I was hanging out with a uh, uh, ref and... <laughs> Tan, tan. <laughs> you calling these people by aliases on the fly always sucks. Ref and Thon. Got it. Cool. You're hanging out with Indonesian dudes yeah. in Cecil County. Yeah, Fair enough. And, yeah, my Asian friends, Ref and Tan. Um, <laughs> I just remember I, I just remember stumbling into the house. It was like three in the morning. I go into my room and I see my parents light turn on. I hear like footsteps in the hallway. And then I hear them turn around, go back in the room, and I see the lights go back off. And then the next morning, mom was like, well, what are you up to last night? And, I, and this was the best part, though. It's the only time she ever asked me, and I told her the exact truth. But I just told it in a sarcastic fucking voice. I was like, ah, well, first we, uh, we met up with 
ref's sister who's 25 is a liquor store but we made sure we went to rising sun so it was far enough away that nobody recognized us and she bought us a couple handle bottles of jim beam liquor whiskey mom and then and then and then we went to some seedy little trailer park where we bought some marijuana and then we smoked it all in the back of ref's cadillac and drank whiskey and then we went to the porno shop and stocked up and then we just drove around all night, just woo, hitting bumps on back roads. And then we ended up home at three in the morning. She's like, okay, fine, Mr. Smarty Pants. Just yeah. next time, let us know when you're going to be out that late. I'm just like, holy shit. She Damn, fucking dude. totally fell I, I, used to, I used to do that, too. It used to piss her off more than it sounds like it did to your mom. But, yeah, I did a lot of the same thing, too. Mine was we were at the pool hall, though. And we were. We were fucking just at the pool hall. <laughs> the one, the wait, the one... Like on the on the block adjacent, what the the pool hall for? Like for me? No, no, no. Yeah, okay. I mean once, but like no, not really. All right. There was one out Route Forty, uh, like heading towards Ellicott City, uh, called called the Blue Jay. Okay, is sucking seedy. Uh, and we used to go to that one. We would hang out there. Like it would be like all of our cars. It would be like the whole little crew of homeboys, and we'd be kind of like in and out because like as each of us showed up. We would most likely just like round up a group of us and then go on a blunt ride. And then like somebody else would be in a straight game, like a straight uh, pool, uh, game, a straight pool that they've been playing for like the last six hours with some degenerate fucking 60 year old for like $500. Like that's the kind of shit we used to get into was just random ass shit. Right. And fucking making Mama Celeste pizzas at a pool hall at like two. Like you could literally, it was a, it was a cash fucking that you would put cash in this little bucket and take a Mama Celeste pizza out of deep freezer and put it in a fucking toaster oven. And that's oh, like, that's that was the food glorious. at the pool hall. I like to, it was like, like I, w- I would like to bridge the gap here a little bit because Alan, so Mur and I grew up in the same same area, and we've talked about the differences of where you grew up versus where we grew up, and yada yada. You know, it, it's not like it's worlds apart. We're all friends; we can all chit chat about it. But yeah, it was different upbringing, and a good common denominator that you just brought up is this this CDS joint on Route Forty. Route 40 runs right through Baltimore City <laughs> County, Harford County, and right through Cecil County. And from yep. fucking border to border is littered with CDS joints. There was a place <laughs> there was a place in in our hometown called Ferraris. Oh yes. <laughs> yeah. Someone got killed Ferraris. in Ferraris. Someone got shot and murdered. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the last time I went from last time I went to Ferraris was with your brother. And we and were sitting there. Ship. We were playing a little bit. Of, <laughs> yeah, well, we were playing a little bit of pool, and there was this guy there. And he's like, "Hey, you look like a soldier. Did you serve?" I was like, "Nah, man." He's like, "Well, I was in Desert Storm," and he he had a mustache. And then like, he's really conversing with me. And finally, your brother, who has like no social recognition skills of like what's going on around him, is like, "Hey, man, I think that guy's hitting on you." I'm like, "Really?" And then finally, like, yeah, this guy's like propositioning me, and I don't even realize it through a game of pool, just like. Gay soldier picking up on a guy at Ferraris. I'm like, oh yeah, I guess I could <laughs> told by the mustache. <laughs> hey man, you look like you served. Like, oh man, you're like looking down at your arms. Like, nah, but thanks, man. Yeah. I've been working out. <laughs> I've been getting jacked lately. <laughs> Why? You want to fire these guns? <laughs> oh oh yeah. shit! Yeah, there were two pool halls across from each other, and they got different play. It was like, like one was for like the degenerate gambling 
and it was like it was very color of money. If you've ever seen, oh, the color of course, money yes, fucking, uh, Paul Newman, fuck Tom Cruise. I yeah. know you have, sir. <laughs> but yeah, so it's very color of money. If you don't get the reference, check it out. And fucking the other one was like a more hip fucking like you took the ladies there you know what i'm saying like there was music playing and it was it was like it was like fucking rock and bowl but for billiards okay if that makes sense whereas the other one was where someone gets stabbed in a back room yeah fucking real quick can i ask and these were across the street from one another on route 40 literally across the street from one another okay now okay <laughs> this is this is going to be like a pyramid of questions was there ever instance where someone just wasn't welcome at one of them and then just kind of had to mosey across from east to west on Route 40 to go over the other joint? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The reason because, I ask is because, because uh, go ahead. Yeah, well, I was going to say, so the the hip one had was like cool, but when you walked in, you walked in and there was a fucking little like lounge area with some seats. And, like, I don't know why I was there if somebody was eating a fucking hot dog, like, eating in. It was fucking strange. But anyway, you walk up and you do your counter shit, and then there's all the tables that over to the right. But over to the left, there was a closed door with Chinese symbols on it that fucking... Things that went in and out of there seemed very fucking suspect. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you ever see that Always Sunny in Philadelphia yeah. where he fucking prank starts the, the fucking like Russian roulette ring down in the basement? Yes. It seemed like one of those kinds of fucking jobbies. But you didn't, it didn't really get the seediness of the across the street joint. So, yeah, every now and then there were some things that happened and like some DJ needed to go try to win some money back and went to one end or the other. Gotcha. So uh, for a very short lived period, they didn't overlap for very long, but across the street from Ferrari's, which was attached to a liquor store, by the way, there was mm. a joint called Bob's Triple C's. Uh, and it, it's not it wasn't spelled triple C's. It was actually just three C's. With E E S and yeah, um, they were equally as seedy. And I think they used to have kind of like a Springfield Shelbyville, like who can be shittier, seedier, yeah. fucking grotesquier rivalry. But yeah. if you were in one joint and you saw someone come like like oh, stumble in, rest assured they probably just got kicked out of one joint. They're like, all right, well I'll walk yeah. across Route Forty. Mind you, this is yeah. like two lanes with with a relatively sizable medium. Someone got hit. Someone got hit and yeah. flipped, flipped over and lived. Someone got hit and undercut and boom, did a double somersault. A fucking Dominique Dawes, uh, you know, or you know, whoever. The, I'm I'm trying to I'm, triple Lundy, triple Lundy, yeah. and then yeah, like kind of like did an army did an army crawl. Probably had a mustache and was looking for looking for somebody. Uh, yeah, so. No. Never none of that. There was definitely some. There was definitely like a stabbing, I believe, at the Blue Jay. Uh, but like I said, there was some fucking high money shits that went on there every now and then. The other one was kind of okay. He was just, you know, it was just somewhere to fucking be instead of not being in your home at the age of like fifteen to fucking seventeen, eighteen. Oh, you guys went to the Blue Jay at, at seventeen. Yeah, well, we, that get, get crested into, like, our early 20s. But, yeah, we were there as degenerate teenagers. Wow. And they served yeah, you. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was a thing. Because I just looked up the Blue Jay in Ellicott City, and I didn't see anything on Google. Uh, no, it is, it is defunct now. It does not exist anymore. I believe it's in <laughs> Ashley's Furniture, in case you need yourself a living room set. 
you can fucking go check it out. <laughs> but yeah, it, is, I don't, it does not exist anymore. Yeah, I saw Blue Jay Electric in Gatonsville. Uh, no. <laughs> Let me see if I can find any nostalgic pictures. Christ. Wow. Well, middle class olds, everyone. Murr, Allen, and Foxman. Uh, if you have any good stories about degenerate uh, degenerate bars. And Murr, you can concur. I mean, if you if you just track that. For, I mean, Northeast, eh. But once you got into the Elkton area and then on into like uh, on in Newark, Glasgow area. Yeah, I mean, they got some seedy shits right on Route 40. Oh, yeah, no. I, the thing is, is like all the bars we went to were, I mean, with the exception of the Rendezvous, which is like the most upstanding bar, which really wasn't that upstanding if you really <laughs> bar, break it the all bar down. bar set pretty high there, yeah. Yeah, like they were all bad. I mean, the ones I went to, Rendezvous, Beachcomber, Ferraris. I never went to, I went to Triple C's one time. Um, no, we, we never really got hassled. My, I mean, Gracetown Inn. Well, I mean, Havity Grace. Jesus Christ, that's that was like my home away from home for like three years, right? And that was the seediest bar. It the cops like staked that place out, like waiting for something bad to happen. And while we were there, nothing bad ever really did happen. Yeah, it was except for yeah, arguing over darts or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Although that's like, about it. And yeah. actually, Dewey's band uh, opened there. One night, or no, they performed there one night, and uh, Alan, you'll appreciate this. Magic Mike, uh, <clears throat> a defunct friend of ours who went by Magic Mike, aka it was an alias, a rap name, and uh, he convinced the band, the Mau Mau's at the time, to like, hey, can I? I've written a few bars. Can I? Uh, <clears throat> can I? Uh, can I open up and rap and rap for y'all as like an opening act? And they're like, yeah. And mind you, Magic Mike was good, good Magic. Idea. Magic Mike was white, and the populace of the bar was about 25% African-American, and he was dropping the N-word pretty liberally. Wow. <laughs> yeah. You ain't Eminem, bro. <laughs> he never did that. Yeah. So it, was, yeah. It, was, it was the Blue Jay Q Club. Sorry. Totally. And the VIP billiards. They're both now closed on Route 40. Wow. Shocker. Wow. Yeah. It's Good probably, times. Probably because of COVID. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's definitely what it was. <laughs> By the way, Wes, I, you'll appreciate this. I remember taking Dewey into the beachcomber for like the first time and of age any which way. And Dewey walked in looking like Dewey and it was like fucking record scratch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wearing Doc Siders, jeans too tight, a flannel shirt with his fucking sleeves like rolled up to his forearms. Like, oh boy. Boys, we got one to string up later tonight. Ooh, pinball. <laughs> uh, shit. Did I already introduce ourselves, right? Middle class holes, Yes, right? you did. All right. Everyone, uh, you all know that we love a good conspiracy theory. We love talking about them. We love debating them. We love just p- picking them, prodding them. Figuring out all the nuances, <laughs> maybe, maybe making a cult. But yeah, that's right. So uh, we've I, have we talked about the birds? Birds are faked or fake conspiracy theory? Uh, I thought we did. I think we brought it up, but I didn't. I don't think any of us realized how how deep these guys are into sure. the game. So the the conspiracy goes that all birds at this point are faked, and they are government robots to spy on us. So the U.S. Sun, and I, 
I wasn't sure if this was like bullshit the way it worked, but okay. So fighting lunacy with lunacy held a huge protest in New York City uh, to the tune of like, I think like, what was it? 2,000 people in attendance. And again, we've talked about, I couldn't host something that would bring 2,000 people. Nothing. No. Um, <clears throat> so Washington, this was in Washington Square in New York City. Uh, according to the flyer uh, advertising the event, the protest was to demonstrate bird drone surveillance. So, uh, but then again, this one of the spokesperson spokespeople for the group, Peter McIndo, <laughs> smells like Alto, a uh, 24-year-old behind the Gen Z conspiracy movement, spoke to CBS earlier this year about lunacy of it all. Quote, it's taking this concept of misinformation and almost building a little safe space to come together within it and laugh about it rather than be scared by it. Okay, so I read that as we made this group up to make people feel safe about the lunacy of government. Therefore, and look look at what we've done. we got 2,000 2, people out here in fucking megaphones and drinking and sports coats and we're talking about drone birds. I mean... People believe this shit, right? Okay. So is this guy a grifter? I think he... I, I don't know. So, I, don't, okay. I don't know if he speaks for all the Burt people, but he was quoted in this <laughs> fucking group. I mean, because this sounds like something that I, I, I respect. Like, at first, I was like, this is a bunch of fucking mouth-breathing hillbillies that... But then again, don't hillbillies shoot birds all the time? So when they be like, man, they're good eating, man. Jones are delicious. <laughs> yeah. 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 But I, this, so this, uh, this is like a Gen Z kind of like, like, I think like thumbing their nose at the craziness of like misinformation at these days. You know what I mean? So I guess, I mean, it probably is a grift at this point to some extent, but it's like a lighthearted one. Uh, but you got to be careful who you pick up along the grifter path because yeah, there's yeah. going to be people that believe your shit, much like the Shin Splints Recovery Group. There's a lot of folks yeah. on there that are like, oh, I'm going to go to this group and they're going to help me solve my real medical issue when it's just some guy in by, Newark. By the way, th this is the th this person right <laughs> here is the creator of this group. And that's him with the cowboy hat. and the, and the Oh, yeah. <clears throat> oh, that guy's playing the game. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Good for him. I I had nothing but shitty things to say about the birds are spying on us drone people. I handed to the guy. I tip my cap. I tip my beak. Yeah. <laughs> I, no. I well here's the thing. I are there no bird drones? Because I think there are. Are they all bird drones? No. There's still real birds that exist. There's a lot fewer though. Because dude, when I was a kid. I remember just in my backyard, there would be like every year there'd be like hundreds, maybe even a thousand like blackbirds that would just land in flocks and like picket worms and shit. That doesn't happen anymore. It just doesn't happen anymore. I remember I was I was There's at work a, okay, and I was driving okay. and I was hold like, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. All right. So we already got over yeah, one yeah, thing I, that isn't evidence of fucking bird drones. OK, fine. Fair enough. Well, I'm, what I'm saying is, is there is definitely a lot more, lot less birds in the sky than there used to be. I think that's probably a fact. Maybe they just. I'm not saying that there's they, no. Maybe they just picture fucking your yard clean. Maybe there's no worms there anymore. When was the last time you saw like an abundance of birds? Hmm. You know, matter of fact, 
I've never ever thought about it. When, <laughs> I don't know. When was the last time? I don't know. When's the last time I? When's the last time I had a, a double ring turd? I don't know. That's kind of that's kind of a weird thing to say. <laughs> yeah, if you've ever had one, I mean, that's something. Yeah, like yeah. How do you do that? We'll I listen. Hold on, hold on. I feel like I'm being attacked here. I'm not. Say- I'm not saying that birds are fake. I'm not a part of the group. No, you I, just I was you, you just said that there are some drone birds. You're telling me that with all the technology that we have and the ability to spy on foreign countries and the ability to put computers in our pockets, mm-hmm. that there's not a DARPA robot out there that looks like a bird and flies like a bird that's not a bird. See, you like to base your theory off of you're telling me it couldn't happen. I prefer evidence. You have none. So therefore, at this now, point, I've I seen I, I, I've seen some of those Boston Dynamics robots and I've seen like versions that are bird-like. They don't look like birds when I've seen them. They look like little robots that can fly. Uh-huh. They don't look like birds, but I'm like, we're not far... The next step is like literally like, hey, let's glue some feathers on this fucker and set it free. Like, that's the next step. Like, so if that next step happened, which I believe it could very well have happened, mm-hmm. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying. I'm just saying there could be bird drones, but I'm not saying that all <laughs> drones, all birds are drones. Right, you've backtracked. Alan, that's fine. Sure. Alan, I feel like you see what Wes is doing to me. This is how I feel you do to me. So I want to see where you stand. He believes he Alan probably believes a tenth of the fucking sky is littered with fucking like go look at that wing pattern. It's different. Yeah, they're all drones, man. Yeah. There hasn't been a real bird since like nineteen eighty one. You know what? On my rooftop deck when I first moved to Federal Hill, I had some general Sal's chicken and I threw a carrot to a pigeon and he didn't eat it. I found that to be very suspicious. It would have short-circuited him. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> we, we, we all know drone pigeons prefer chickpeas. Dude <laughs> had a whole Johnny Five situation. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what my point was at all. It was not, it was not about defending the bird drone people. Right. I think, I think, what, you, I think what you were saying is... Hold on. I think I have it. That you have to be careful about who you pick up. There's some people who generally... Yes. Along the grifter road, you have to be weary of who you pick up. I think it's okay to make the claim that some birds might be drones. I don't think you can make the claim that all birds are drones. Because once you do that, the people that believe that all birds are drones are not necessarily the people you want to be joining your team. Because eventually what's going to happen is you're going to have some sort of like meet and greet event... And someone's going to be like, shake your hand, like, I really respect what you do. Like, yeah, man, I, I get it. I appreciate it. No, no. Between you and me, I get it. Like, yeah, yeah, man, let go of my fucking hand. Don't tell me it's real. It's not real. Tell me fucking real, man. I think, that, I think that's why he, event, he, like, he eventually came out and was like, look, this is just bullshit, guys. Like, it's not like a thing. Like, it's very well known that this is shenanigans, but he just plays along with it. It's like a big old marketing. Well, it's a big old marketing campaign. Basically. I think that's the thing is I don't think it's very well known that this is shenanigans. I think that <sighs> might be part of the problem is like that he's admitting like on national TV, like, yeah, look, I know I'm full of shit. I hope you guys realize I'm not a crazy man. These people believe it. 
so I'm going to play along. Right. But I don't think I don't think the people that believe it think he's playing along. And maybe they do now, but I, probably not. I, I think there's a minority of people who probably are like, yeah, all birds are fucking drones. But like, I think the vast majority, because it really is like a whole fucking like Gen Z thing on TikTok. Like, it's a fucking big joke. So like, I think the vast majority of people who are in on it are in on it. If that okay. makes sense. Sure, but like there the, probably like, are some fucking crazies who were like, "Man, guy's got a point." Well, like the Storm Area Fifty One guys. I don't think the guys who created the event were like, "No, we're we're really planning on storming Area Fifty One." Then all of a sudden, they were like, "Hey, man, we should really get in there and get those alien spacecraft." And like, "Oh shit!" Uh, Before you know uh, it, Jeff fucking Rose... what four thousand people show up to Roswell, New Mexico? Yeah. Yeah, yes. And and then you've got to be the voice of reason, like, guys, let's not do the Nuturo run or whatever the fuck it's called towards the fucking gates. They're going to fucking mow <laughs> us down. Yeah, let's not do that. Like, I get it. This is fun. We're all on the same page. We don't trust the government. We think they're telling us lies. <laughs> that guy gets on the megaphone and, and, and encourages people not to do it. And like, nope, government got to him. Government got to him. Yeah, yeah like <laughs> this, like, I'm, I'm reading an article on it, like, casually here. And it was like, like the guy was like, "Yeah, we've been uh, we've been like going to protests, and like where where protests and counter protesters meet, they just fucking like get all up in it and just start fucking chanting birds aren't real, and it just mm. uses the fucking like hatred that like a lot of these people are fucking coming to these protests with, what? and like yeah, so, so, so I think it's all good hearted. You're right. There's probably some assholes that are gonna fucking make this weird, but like I think generally speaking." It's it's all in good fun. So the good fun is to be counterintuitive to legitimate conspiracy groups. Well, like, yeah, the, the whole point of like him starting it was like just to point out the absurdity in kind of like the political discourse and the fucking like how where we've gone kind of as a country. And it's like a big exercise and experiment in like misinformation mm -hmm. and fucking like like media literacy. Right. Is more like what the whole giant like overarching point of it is, is like, I know we're dumb, but can we please folks, America, come on, guys, Wait, like what? a giant America, like, please. Now, we we've gone over the, the like the drone bird anatomy, right? No, no we should, though. <laughs> Hold on. We, I, I, I almost certainly we've, we've done we, <laughs> we have done this. I'm not. I'm not. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, I'm well versed in bird law, not bird medicine. So like, yeah. Camera, microphone, wireless antenna, speaker, CPU, of course, where the heart is. Yeah, it's necessary. Battery, and then... Uh, Induction charging coil, I like that. Yeah. And the ref, you know... Uh, let's see, here we got the um, GPS Yeah, get antenna. that drone field guide. It looks like there's Which all types... One? We need to know all types of drones <laughs> up in the top left. Uh, here? Oh, uh, is that an ad? Oh yeah, now that that's a that's a legitimate drone. No, up in the left. Oh, the black. The, the no, over here, all the way over here to the left. The oh yeah, 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 yeah. There right. he is. <clears throat> Pigeon, bluebird, seagull. Uh, what is it? So we got urban surveillance. Oh, here, Pigeon. blow it up. Hit this. Go scroll. Let's see the see right below it. This big one. Yeah, yeah. Drone field guy. Gotcha. So <laughs> pigeons, urban <laughs> surveillance, bluebird. <laughs> <laughs> retina scanner seagull coastal surveillance vulture public sanitation owl night surveillance hummingbird attack drone hawk uh regional alpha sparrow general surveillance and then goose 
Recreational surveillance. Jesus, we gotta, gotta I'm gonna buy a few. I've bought some stuff off of T Public. I have to get a fucking drone field guide. <laughs> hey, it's only fourteen dollars. <laughs> if you that's that's a classic T. If you want the tri blend, it's twenty two. Oh, of course, it's I'll pay a little extra tri blend. Yeah. Okay. God damn it! I do this to myself all the time. I'm gonna do it right now. What would you call a artificial duck that you put in the water to attract other ducks? Be a decoy. Yeah, and is a decoy not just another? Is is that not like a, another name for a drone, a drone duck that's trying to a that has a task and a purpose to attract other ducks? I don't think there's this. In Here's the deal, thing. man. I think I think if you get anything close to what right now, right now, you say like, oh, it, like it couldn't exist right now. I think if you put them together, let let's just say a pigeon, okay, something that has very distinctive mm-hmm. kind of like head movements and they they look all weird and goofy and things like that it'd almost be like steve-o and ryan dunn putting on a fucking zebra outfit prancing around (laughs) prancing around getting attacked by fucking that's what that would look like it would just be like yeah no i'm not disagreeing with you it would look like animatronics from the 1980s you're not wrong right but if you needed something to be in the area for a discreet conversation that wasn't supposed to be heard, that's a good option. Like, sure. it might, it, as long as you're not like out there f- trying to feed it, it might, you might get away with it being there for the mm. purpose it needs to serve. I'm just saying, <laughs> I, I believe that, that there's a fucking drone bird that has been developed by DARPA in some capacity. Right. I'm not saying all the goddamn birds in the sky. Are this particular DARPA technology? Mm-hmm. Just saying that this guy convinced two thousand people that that's the God's honest truth, and I respect him for it. Don't say yourself short. That's just two thousand people who showed up in New York City to an event. Yes, I mean yeah, that doesn't mean that it's the, the believers. Now, what I give it, I I see the movie version of this as like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna fly up fly it up in the windowsill. Bird lands. There we go. All right, open up the microphones. All right, they're talking. All right, initiate bird mannerisms. <laughs> Take a dump. Put up by it. Make it shit. Make it yeah. shit. Make, make it, it poop. Shit. Make it poop. <laughs> Someone bats it away. Ah. <laughs> uh. So around this time, two years ago, we recorded a God, one of my favorite uh, segments and bits. From the middle class holes. This here is this week in middle class holes history, where we dissected a very sexual, a very latent, very controversial scandal in the great state of Alaska, where the mayor of Anchorage, Mr. Ethan Berkowitz, had sexual re- relations with a was I think it was a ABC slash CBS. Uh, I think it was Fox. ABC Fox. ABC Fox. So they so. <laughs> That's that's how that's how Anchorage slash Alaska is. They merge networks. <clears throat> Correspondent Maria Athens. So we had a sexual relation with her, uh, and then she left a very fucking violent, uh, authoritative, and threatening voicemail for him. Uh, this here is uh, Maria Athens, Ethan Berkowitz, mayor of Anchorage, sex scandal. This week in middle class holes history from twenty twenty. 
Give us a little skinny on uh, the, the shit that's going down up at the... I don't even know what Alaska is. Alaska is the uh, the 50th state. I don't even know. The, I think the, Alaska the, came after Hawaii, and new, we the, bought it from Russia for like $12 million, which is a steal, because yeah. I think we... I think we pump out like twelve million dollars of oil in like a week right now. <laughs> we were like, "Yeah, give us that oil." I want to say it's called yeah. the New Frontier State, but anyway, uh, the the, uh, the brass of the uh, the biggest town in there is uh, caught up in a little bit of a scandal. Yeah, this is um, well, this is perfect Alaskan politics. I'm just going to read the story from uh, USA Today. Uh, the mayor of Alaska's largest city submitted his resignation Tuesday night, four days after an anchor woman at a local television station threatened to report. He had posted nude photos of himself on a website. Ethan Berkowski. Oh, man, I can't take these names. Ethan Berkowitz. Oh, Berkowitz. Yeah. Isn't that like uh, one of the, uh, yeah. Right. You betcha. One of the famous serial killers. Ethan Berkowitz <laughs> admittedly denied her allegations, uh, adamantly denied her allegations, but on Monday admitted that he had an inappropriate relationship with Maria Athens, the anchor at the Fox ABC combined station in Anchorage. Quote, it is with profound sadness and humility that I resign as mayor of the municipality of Anchorage, he said in a statement. Um, the saga that has been the buzz of Anchorage started when Athens posted a video on her Facebook page Friday, the same day the station barred her from the station. In the video, she claimed that she would break a story that night, claiming Berkowitz posted nude photos to an underage website. Okay. Wesley? Yeah, you betcha. Here we are. Hello there, Maria Athens from Fox ABC CW Newsnet National Alaska. Breaking news, according to reliable sources, Anchorage Mayor Ethan Berkowitz has his male genitalia posted on an underage girl's website. Coming up tonight, Fox 4 News at 9, ABC News at 10, CW News at 1230, and Newsnet National for sure will cover this. You heard it here first. Like Howard Dean should come in there at the end. Uh, she later also posted what she said was a photo of the mayor's nude backside. Berkowitz's office Im uh, immediately denied the unsubstantiated um, that word allegation. A day later, Anchorage police said that they and the FBI investigated and found no evidence of criminal conduct. Uh, she also went on to, um, well, I think this this audio just kind of speaks for itself. Uh, there's a lot of fun language in there that I'd rather her say than me. <laughs> so good. Coming at you. Ethan, it's Maria Athens from Fox ABC CW News at National Alaska. Uh, I just learned through my uh, Emmy award-winning journalism, you're also a pedophile in, like, little girls and children. And there's a website. I'm so fucking exposing you. I'm going to get an Emmy. So you either turn yourself in, kill yourself, or do what you need to do. I will personally kill you and Mark Kimmel, my goddamn self, you Jewish piece of living fucking shit. You have met your match, motherfucker. You have met your motherfucking match. I can't believe I am such a good person and thought I loved you. I fucking hate, I don't even hate you. I will pray for your Zionist fucking ass, you piece of shit loser. And... I'm putting this on the news tonight. Bye. Have a great Friday, you motherfucker. God. I I like how she throws in there of all this stuff like, I'm going to win an Emmy. 
that's that's it. I just need to I just need to tell you all in the midst of right. in the midst of screaming at you about how you are a crazy Jewish piece of shit and you're a cocksucker and you expose yourself to little children and et cetera, et cetera. Oh, okay. I'm gonna win an Emmy. Just let you, just so you know. Now I know we started the show talking about equality. And <laughs> yeah. I and uh I got I got us banned from Twitter for a short period of time for using the word cunt. Has there ever been the personification of the word more than what we just saw and listened to right there? Yeah, it was pretty bad. Yeah, I don't she even... Just, this... I couldn't... Her facial expressions were rough to kind of take in, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, I um look, bottom line is this. Uh, we are in a bad way, uh, politically speaking. We're in a bad way. The, the, somehow, these are the people... You know what it is? Y- you know how, like, little leagues, like, went downhill at some point because, like, all the asshole parents just took over and decided that they were going to run the organization? I feel like that's what's happened with America. Just the, the people that really wanted to do it more than they should want to do it ended up doing it. And this is where we are. And I'm talking about people that are in the media, people that are in office. They're all just really, just really scummy. Yeah. And I don't know how to like <clears throat> so, so it. So I wondered uh, when I read this why uh, Mayor Berkowitz of the, uh, the great city of uh, – <laughs> Was it Anchorage? Anchorage. Yeah, sorry. Uh, I was going to say Juno there for a minute. Uh, why he would decide to uh, uh, put his put his hee hee into a crazy like that? But then I saw this picture, and now I get it. Okay, Mr. Berkowitz yeah. is uh, fifty eight. Uh, looks, I don't know, relatively normal. Looks like he probably uh, was a mathlete. In high school, uh, and, and uh, perhaps, and and, and I, I get it. Miss Athens is a uh, forty-one, attractive, shoey man, Mister Berkowitz. I hope you learned your fucking lesson, pal. Uh, maybe you did, maybe you didn't, but good God, no, he didn't. No, he's, no, he didn't he's, learn oh, his what lesson. do you mean he didn't learn his lesson? He fucking resigned from the goddamn uh, uh, as mayor of the city, and he's probably gonna uh, get divorced by his fucking wife. Didn't learn his lesson. He has no choice but to resign. And I guarantee you that all of this, all of this was orchestrated by her. Now, I'm not saying that he's not a scumbag for cheating on his wife and and banging up on her and all that jazz. She's going to win an Emmy, just so you know. (laughs) Yeah, was she going to win the Emmy before or after she killed him and his wife? Uh, Well, I just think it was from based upon uh, her discovery that he was exposing himself to young children. I don't know. That's the way I I, I don't know. my, if I was to investigate, if I was the investigator on this on this whole matter, the first thing I, I would do was see who uploaded his photos to where. Because I guarantee I got a sneaking suspicion that she had the nude photos and she's the one that uploaded them to the underage sites or sent them to underage girls just to make sure that he was completely and totally buried. And it doesn't even matter if the story is true or not. It just has to initially be true before investigation. The guy, the, yeah, the guy's political career is done for now. For now, right. we hired a crackhead twice to run Washington D.C. Let's never forget. May God rest his soul, yeah. Marion Barry. Barry, Marion Barry, and I'm I'm not exactly sure where this uh, where the mayor of Anchorage, uh, Alaska's uh, uh, professional career or political career was going to go, but 
I want to hear Alan's take on this. Uh, he's our he's our representative in uh, politics, having sex with crazy local news anchors. Uh, he's 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 our expert in this. So uh, let's, uh, let's hear. Um, yeah, the <laughs> resident political sex scandal correspondent <laughs> uh, here at the middle class holes. So yeah, I think he fucked up. That's my formal. That's, that's my formal diagnosis. I think he he really fucked up. I mean. He cheated on his wife. That's usually bad. That's usually that's usually not a good thing. Uh, and then he did it with the news anchor, who I think, as we had discussed a little earlier, with the media in general is just a little wacky, and the people who are in it are just a little wacky. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you should just you should have stayed away. I get it. The red lipstick really got you. It really got you, buddy. But you fucked up. So okay, I mean he. Well, it, it, so he, we watched her. Uh, we we heard a we heard a clip of her, and we watched her talk there for I don't know what it would seem like. Uh, it, was, it was about a minute. It seemed like an eternity. Mm-hmm. Um, how? I think it takes a reasonable, rational man about literally fifteen seconds to understand. Wow. Yep. Can't fuck with that. Uh, what do you think this guy's train of thought was? Wow, I'm the I mean, mayor of Anchorage. I can fuck with that. <laughs> the mayor of fucking Anchorage, man. Do you, you know the fuck I am? I'm fucking something Berkowitz because I didn't hear his first name. <laughs> Ethan. Ethan. <laughs> oh, fuck, what a shitty name. <laughs> You're in the most backwoods political arena that exists in America. Yeah. Okay. okay. You're in like America Jr. off in the middle of nowhere. Um, just to give you an idea of how bare bones basic this news organization she works for is, it's both an ABC and Fox affiliate. Okay, yeah. so two competing affiliates in one umbrella, which very rarely happens, except in the most rural areas humanly possible. Um, she has uh, press credentials, so there's a reason for her to spend a lot of time with him. She is Alaska hot. Um, and he's not going to do any better, and I can guarantee his wife doesn't look like her. So he's got a reason to talk to her all the time. She's got a reason to have access to him all the time. They mm-hmm. both have a mutual beneficial relationship outside of, uh, you know, penises and vaginas. <laughs> she can give him good press coverage, and uh, he can give her, uh, you know, a uh, political dicking. The so hot, The hot lead. And so <laughs> I would like to know... What soured this relationship? Like uh, it was, he definitely fucked somebody else. Uh, I guarantee you it was something. It was probably something like, um, I think I just really love my wife. Yeah. It was probably something super innocuous like that. She yeah. wanted. She wanted. She wanted uh, him to leave his wife for her. Yeah. Yeah. In my opinion, that's. Fair. I mean, that's like, no, fair. No, no, I, it's either that, that or the fucking new weather girl. Just I don't know. We <laughs> got to check this fucking weird ass double affiliate. Yeah, shit, this Fox, they might have hired themselves a new weather girl. Fox ABC yeah. Anchorage. And, you know, the mayor of Anchorage don't play around. (laughs) (laughs) And what's going to get a semi-hot reporter out of Alaska faster than burying a politician in a political underage girl sex scandal? That's her angle. He's wrong, but she's insane. Yeah. So so does this guy guy run for political office anywhere anymore? Ever? No. Nah. So does she? I mean, get, get, ooh, I don't know. It depends. I think Alaska's pretty fucking out there. 
Uh, I watched a couple shows on Discovery Channel about people that live up. So I think if you go further north, you could fucking... He could probably get one of those podunk towns up there that just, like, hunt seal, like, <laughs> two two months a year. Or run fucking, an Eskimo village. Yeah, yeah like, they, they, like, they fucking, like, catch whitefish and salmon. They, like, go seal hunting. And they ca- they get themselves like one moose, and that's it. Good to go. He'll be like our he'll be our alpaca uh, trainer at the new at the new joint the facility. Uh, does Ooh, she so- now? Does this springboard her career? Even though what we saw was uh, was legit uh, uh, ape shit. Springboards no. it to Juno. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure that uh, the threat of murder and anti-Semitic language is pretty much going to bury your uh, rural Alaska media career. I think that might be the death nail. What, what was what was the uh, what was the quote? You Jew um, piece of shit cocksucker. Um, I oh man, I'm gonna find it. Motherfucking shit, I believe, or something along those lines. You piece of I'm gonna win an Emmy. Jewish shit. I mean, at least she kept the ish on. You know, she went with. I can't get over that. I think it's so great that in the midst of that fucking tirade, she said, "I'm gonna win an Emmy." (laughs) Honestly, she might until she threatened to kill him and his wife. I feel like. You know, there was a chance. And by the way, um, <laughs> it was the best part. What? There was a chance of winning an Emmy. If she could have kept her shit together, if she could have kept her fucking cool just a little bit, the story itself may have won her a local Emmy for taking down a politician. But she allowed herself to get way too raged up. Oh, wait, 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 um, wait. Hold on, hold on. Okay, good. Why, why are you searching? Wait, you also think that uh, her rage her anti-Semitic act, and then her also falsely accusing him of like exposing himself to, to underage children, that, that the, the, last, the latter being uh, a hang-up and her winning an Emmy? The, okay, the exposing himself and uploading himself to the internet. Okay, just, I'm talking just bare-bones facts here. Yeah. Uh, cheating on his wife, yeah. uh, nude photos on the internet, not a la 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 If she had just gone with the story... Then yes, she probably could have won herself a local enemy. Yeah, enemy, enemy. Um, as soon as she, pardon the pun, inserted herself into the story, that's where that's where she lost all of it. If yeah. she could have like kept her cool and just reported the facts, even if she was a part of the story, because she could have been like, "How do I know these facts are true?" Because he was sticking his dick in me for the last six months. Yeah. Jet. Back to you. You know, like that could have got because she would have taken down she would have taken down the mayor of a major American city and that would have won her an Emmy. But no, she had to get too fired up. Yeah. Um this is the best part. Athens was arrested later Friday after trespassing in the television studio. She allegedly accosted the station manager who charging documents identify as her boyfriend. And was arrested by police. Yeah, when you, and, and when you say uh, she would have won an Emmy or potentially been nominated for one if she had kept her cool, uh, based upon the two uh, or the video and the sound clip that we saw, there's nothing that rings anywhere near keeping this woman's cool. That's just I think that's just pretty much st- steady line crazy from 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 wake up to going to bed. No oh, 100%. Constant, yeah. constant string of, of nut, nut job. But uh, hey, Mr. Berkowitz, Mr. Ethan Berkowitz, I hope it was worth it. I hope you have some spank bank material for the next 
I don't know, 10 years. Uh, maybe, maybe it'll work out while you're fishing for salmon in the fucking Puget Sound next year. So I did a little bit of follow-up on this, okay? I haven't really figured out what the... So he, he resigned as mayor. He's gone back to uh, private sector business. Uh, she's no longer... Shocker. She's no longer a, uh, a correspondent for any network. I haven't really figured out if, they, if there was much legal ramifications or anything at all like that. But... She didn't win that Emmy, as she promised three times in that voicemail. Oh, she didn't. Son of a bitch. She, she didn't get. She didn't get the Emmy. She said, uh, yeah, "I'm going to win an Emmy." <laughs> she didn't. She call him like a Jew or something. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. What does she say in there? I can't. Yeah. Jewish bastard. Yeah, you don't usually get rewarded after saying stuff like that. Yeah. Of course, they control. They control the Emmys, obviously. <laughs> I, I won't go that far, but yeah. <laughs> it was a, you were alluding. <laughs> I mean, uh, laying it on pretty thick. Yeah, it had nothing to do with her work. It was the threatening in the in the in the any uh, any Semitic threats? That's right. Yeah, you Jewish bastard. And then you, of course, that was the old uh, like you've never met anyone like me. You've you've done it in for yourself, yeah. And then Alan, you what did you say? It was like I'm the mayor of Anchorage. You know who you're fucking with. You know who you're fucking with, bitch. <laughs> you know how much seal seal meat I can get for you. <laughs> Man, there is nothing that makes a woman less attractive than a fucking deep Alaskan accent. Man, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and and would you? And I, I was actually dissecting that bit a, a little bit more. And where you were like, "This is like American Junior, <laughs> like the Wild <laughs> West." <laughs> you, oh yeah, us, us here in the Union don't understand how fucking just how crazy it is up there. Mm, yeah, oh, it's wow. the, it's it's the wild, wild Northwest, man. Like. I don't even know what the gun laws are up there. The only gun law I know they have in Alaska is you can't shoot a moose from your car, which right. to me makes no sense. So you just have to get That's out the of best your place. You have to get out of your car to shoot it. Yeah, like if you're driving down the road and you see a moose, you can't just like shoot it from your window. You actually have to like park the car, get out, take a stance. If they catch you, like oop, I don't know how they figure it out. Like, you, you, I mean, they got moose detectives in Alaska. So it's just a different set of problems that we don't understand. This short blurb about Alaska's fire. I just typed in gun laws, Alaska. This is Alaska is a shall issue permitless carry state. I have a feeling that that's legalese for we just give guns away. There is no <laughs> firearms registration, no permits required for purchase of firearms, no background check required to buy a handgun from a private individual. Open carry is legal in Alaska. For any person who is legally allowed to possess a firearm. So yeah, they're just like, whatever, man. Carry yeah. guns. We got right. fucking bears. Please carry guns. Like Yeah. That's that, Look, I would carry I would definitely carry guns. Yeah. Seems- so I feel like I stand like uncorrected that like only firearm law in Alaska is you can't shoot a moose from your car. <laughs> it does seem pretty loose. And actually is like I don't know. As I was thinking about what you said about the whole moose thing, they I, they might be able to tell. There's some sort of weird forensics thing. They could tell that you were moving in your car. Like, oh, I just passed through this here at this trajectory and went through these vital organs. Were, were you driving? No. Tell us the truth. No. 
tell us the fucking truth. Yes, I was driving. I couldn't stop. He was running. <laughs> I couldn't get out of my car fast enough. <laughs> I think they know. They take that shit seriously. Mm, yeah. I watch a lot of the Alaska shows on fucking Nat Geo. Yeah. Go. Yeah, that's where I know it from. It's like one of those like Alaskan bush sheriff. Yeah. <laughs> like just, they just they drive down like one road for a hundred miles, and then like they just try to arrest drunk drivers and moose shooters. Yeah, and I <laughs> tons of drunk drivers. I meant to like point this out. So Ethan Berkowitz. So we we okay. So Ethan Berkowitz cheated on his wife with this Fox a, a Fox ABC whatever correspondent, and. So this is Ethan Berkowitz, and this is the woman that he did. I get it, okay? There's his wife. There's Maria Athens. Still not right, but Christ, he probably had an interview, and she was like, ooh, mayor of Anchorage? Yeah, mayor of Anchorage. Can you go back to that for a second? Sure, which, that that photo? That that, that cluster of photos. Okay. Because... Okay. Oh, this so one right here? Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is that... Is that Night, wait, what's what's her comment? That's from Facebook. It says, "Hey, baby, check it out." Nice try, to, uh, nice try. Damage control certainly. First lady killer, uh, Mara Kimmel can confirm. This is her husband's hairy ass in the bathroom tiles. <laughs> I like to think that, that he, he was just trying to have her check out his back knee. So, do I got any pimples you could fucking pop or something? <laughs> his, do you have a bald spot back here. <laughs> on my head. Yeah, like a like a weird or suspicious freckle. No, just fucking wait, hairy ass. So, so wait, hold on. You're telling me that she didn't win the Emmy? Ah, no, no Emmys, no Emmys. And she said it three times. I went back and checked. She was pretty sure of herself at that point. Maria Athens was yeah. She's pretty. She was pretty confident. Yeah, she had an Emmy in the bag. <laughs> by outing by outing the Anchorage mayor. <laughs> For, for giving him a reach round. <laughs> it's right. <laughs> Pumped the hairy ass in her fucking gut. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. All right. I always love when they post those like revenge, like nude photos like that, because it's like, wait, but you you went the rest of the way with that body. Yeah. You, like, you got you sent this and we're like, yeah, smash this, it, please. <laughs> you, shamed, you shamed it, although... The idea was you were smitten by the fact that this guy was the what overlord yeah. of I don't know forty thousand people, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> like I said, I said that to you, and you were like, "Yeah, look at that butt." And then now you're trying to say it's some kind of disgusting hairy ass. Fuck okay. you. Dude, take a picture of every hairy ass and fucking of Anchorage. Aren't all those motherfuckers hairy? Whatever. True. Oh, here's a good one. Hold on, real quick. <laughs> there we go. Oh, wait, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look, the I mean, that one. That that that's that's just a bad pause. But like, her all, fucking eyebrows or something. Yeah, yeah. She's got crazy written all over. Let's be honest. Yes, I mean, Ethan Berkowitz doesn't necessarily ooze sanity. <laughs> That's a fair he point. Like, he looks like an Alaska mayor. <laughs> Look at him. <laughs> now he's what would you say? Now he's like pulling bingo cards at a VFW. <laughs> Perhaps. Perhaps. All right. <clears throat> Let's expand. Let's get away from Anchorage. 
in the great state of Alaska, let's get back to sanity here and expand our minds. Fun Fact Friday. That's right, my friends. Time to give you five fun facts to fill your brains on a Friday afternoon, morning, evening, Saturday morning, whatever. Than the whenever you're listening to this, let's get to it. Fun Fact Friday, brought to you, of course, by the Shin Splints Recovery Group. I have a feeling that the Shin Splints Recovery Group and the Birds Are All Drones Group have a lot in common with each other. Maybe they could team up. I have a Shin Splints Drone Pigeon Recovery Group that you can visit on Facebook. Of course, if you have any pain below your knee or above your ankle, visit the Shin Splints Recovery Group on Facebook. Let's get to it. OMG Facts. Did you know? Giraffes can't yawn. Damn. Or maybe they just don't get tired. Can they? Are they physically incapable of yawning? What is a yawn? Do we actually have scientific Isn't, evidence of what a yawn, yawn is? Yawn. Yawn means you're trying to get oxygen to your brain. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're 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 tired, and your body wants you to lay down in order to uh, obtain the necessary oxygen. Yeah, there are other, there are other reasons too, but yes, that's one. But so okay, so what's the okay, so what's the science behind yawning though? Because isn't a yawn like a <sighs> out? Is it is it because you expel all the air in your lungs? You're gonna <gasps> then recoil and take a deep breath. Well, you do take a deep breath. I think when before you yawn. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm? Yeah. Right before you yawn. Yeah. Hmm. Like, I, your yawn really is your big inhale, is it not? And then you... Ex- I feel like I'm defective then, because I feel like I yawn it out, and then I <gasps> have to suck it in, because, like, there's nothing left in me. Maybe, maybe you're a drone draft. Maybe you're a fucking drone draft. Yeah, I don't think that's how those <laughs> things work. Let me ask you this. What's more plausible, a drone bird or a drone giraffe? <laughs> it's got to be bird. I mean, Chris, you think it's something like 30 feet fucking tall, like... Clutching around here, yeah, I know, but I, well, there's no use for a drone giraffe because it's out in the middle of fucking nowhere. But to me, a drone giraffe is actually more plausible because it's bigger, and the technology would be more easily fit inside like such a ginormous, right? Like husk. Maybe you're like catching poachers. Oh, that's a good one. See that? Yeah, I do know that they. Oh, speaking of the Alaska bush cops, they set up drone. Um, they do. They set up drone. This is how I know about this. Thank God. Okay, full circle here. They actually set up drone moose, and they take, so, like a field camera, they take pictures of the people that shoot it, and then they go arrest them if they shoot it from their cars. Okay, so, uh, drafts don't yawn because of the great distance between the head and their uh, heart and lungs. They have special adaptations for breathing and blood circulation. So they're just efficient at moving oxygen through their body. That's their right. Blood. Yeah. And then, you know, I mean, those, lo- those long neck suckers. <laughs> Have you ever seen it? Like, a, like, a, <laughs> like Maria Athens. <laughs> yeah, I know. Have you ever seen a good YouTube video of um, them back kicking a lion? No, I mean, but it's, the- a, it's the same. It's the same kind of semi concept with like a horse or a zebra, except <laughs> fucking. Four thousand pounds more, and yeah, I, yeah. It, it, when lions get desperate, they, they'll fucking go after everything and anything. They don't not necessarily can uh, <clears throat> succeed, but there's been a few where yeah. But I there's I saw one the other day where this lion's bottom canine was fucking dangling because of a because of a draft fucking bite. Didn't kicked. Yeah, 
Yeah, don't yeah, don't fuck with that thing. Man, but no, what's fascinating to me is watching them fight where like they like slam their fucking like little oh, nubs into yeah. each other on their heads. Yeah. Wing those fucking necks around like a battle mace. Yeah. It's all for mating, man. All for yeah, their heads mating. are heavy as shit. All for hitting them zebra d- draft skins. <laughs> Did you know from one giant redwood or sequoia, it would be possible to build 60 average-sized houses? Jesus. That's crazy. Cut them down. They're Let's huge. build more. <laughs> I mean, it's just if they didn't take a thousand years to grow. Dude, yeah. like, you you ever seen, I mean, I, I know you guys have, but, like, the pictures of those guys... Out in like the forest, like back in the day, like just feel like yeah, just bad boys, ra- yeah, just like raging boners. Like, look at that tree. I wonder if we can cut her down. And it's like fifteen guys with axes swinging for like twelve hours in a day. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's just like holy shit. What'd you do at work today, babe? I cut down a tree. <laughs> it's <been> a tree. <laughs> My hands are blistered to death. That probably took more than a day. Yeah, you probably well, maybe. I mean, but we're pretty efficient. I mean, if you had like a whole crew of guys, but again, it's just one tree. You know, you have fifteen guys swinging an axe for twelve hours. You you could you could probably take one down, but then to mill that thing, like, what do you do? Especially back then, when like your biggest advancement was a steam shovel, where you had to literally like fill. A piece of steel up with like water and coal to like even maneuver something like that. That's wild, man. The first loggers might spend more spend more than a week of chopping with only an axe to fall a giant redwood. Holy and lo- and large trees often shattered upon impact. Wow. Do you imagine how many fuckers died doing dumb shit like that? Oh, Not even dumb, dumb shit, but I, I I mean I I I can call it dumb shit now, but. It wasn't dumb shit then. It was life yeah. death. Yep. Yeah, but th- think about how many like sexy ass like hot tubs were made out of like redwood mm. back in the seventies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, now you got my now you got me going. <laughs> now I'm now liking gotta, it. <laughs> gotta thank those pioneers for all those late seventies orgies, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 <Something> crazy. <laughs> Did you know? A violin contains 70 different pieces of wood. Not from the same redwoods that were chopped down? Uh... <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't think that means like different like species of wood, but I think like it takes 70 different like cuts of wood to like slap that magnificent yeah. sounding motherfucker together. I was going to say, I mean, uh, t- no, I didn't know that, but. Now that I think about it and how beautiful a violin is, why does it? Okay. So, I mean, listen, violin, the sounds, someone who can play it really well, it's beautiful. Why do you think someone like a viola is the, you know, an ugly stepsister to that? What's it? What's a viola? Is it smaller, smaller violin? Yeah, smaller. Yeah. Just because it, it, it doesn't have the wide range of sound. Like a violin can get like high pitched enough to where like, 
a viola can get even higher but at that point it's like okay what are you doing okay. you're showing off you're right. showing off with your high-pitched shit no fuck you right so like the violin gets like high enough even though it's still low in comparison to where it's still beautiful yeah but it can also go high like lower it at that that range so yeah yeah it's the other way around but yeah i get what you're saying yeah that violins get higher violas get lower Dude, viol- violas get <clears throat> violas get uh uh was it little john get low get low get low <laughs> to the yes. window to the viola wall Till the sweat drops down these eighteen different. And violas are bigger, are bigger, not smaller. It's it's oh, okay. the opposite of everything, basically that we were just saying. Gotcha, gotcha. Oh yeah, that, that's that just seems lame. Like I mean, like imagine being like, uh, yeah, I play in the uh, San Francisco uh, Symphony Orchestra. Yeah, what do you play? Uh, viola. What's that? It's like a bigger violin. Can you play violin? Well, I mean, failed maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I know the notes, not as good. <laughs> Did you know the blood and the famous shower scene in Hitchcock's Psycho was, in fact, Hershey's chocolate syrup? Oh. I didn't know that. I did crazy. I, I would have guessed it would have been some sort of like pig blood or something like that. Well, it's just it was black and white, and so the that showed up more drastically. So Hitchcock was like, fuck it. They don't know what it is. Use that shit. Damn. So it's just a much more like stark. Mm. Cause like apparently like blood, like, like you're saying like pig's blood or whatever, it showed up more gray. So he wanted that like nice it, contrast. Uh, on film. Translucent. So on film, it probably, that makes sense. Right. You also know that the, uh, 1963 classic birds was mostly drones. <laughs> Hitchcock movie. You yeah. heard that? Yeah. I've heard that as well. He was real blood in that, though. Real bird blood. <laughs> real bird blood, which is oil. Because <laughs> robots. Sorry, dude. I don't mean I to fucking that. rub salt, but <laughs> you, 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 you teed that up so good. <laughs> it was a, I heard Hitchcock, and I was like, birds. <laughs> <laughs> for the fucking record I just want to say I believe birds still exist I believe they're plentiful mm-hmm. I believe they're not as plentiful as they were in my youth but I believe also that DARPA has created a drone bird because it would make sense right. to hide amongst the remaining birds that are alive in the current era but for the 1963 classic, I mean, you weren't going to get too many volatile birds. Obviously, you had to, <laughs> you had to substitute some, yeah. some, some angry drones. Yes. <laughs> Maybe a couple marionettes in there. It's fine. Right. I and, appreciate it. And some viola yeah. players for background music. <laughs> <laughs> and that, my friends. Is your fun back Friday? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I'm getting carried away here. All right, uh, this here is Murr's selection for uh, good bad movie reviews. This is a early '90s classic. I listen. I enjoy it. I watched some clips and I uh, realized I forgot how much I liked it. So Murr, without further ado, take her away. Good bad movie review. Uh- all right. Well, um, it was my turn, so I decided to go with um, uh, kind of a 
Now, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure is obviously the childhood classic, but they made a sequel because Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure was kind of like a out of nowhere success film. So at that time, you had to make a sequel. So actually, what I did was um, I because I was kind of struggling to kind of figure out what movie I said. All right. What movies have a bad Rotten Tomatoes score yet are still considered good movies by the people who actually watched them? So I went with Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, and I got to tell you, man, I watched the whole thing, and there was no point where I was, like, disappointed that I was watching this particular movie. Now, from a movie critic standpoint, I can understand, like, as a standalone, it wouldn't work. This would not work as a standalone movie. It had to exist in the world where Bill and Ted's excellent adventure existed. Alan, have you ever seen Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey? Uh, yes, fucking ages ago. I did not have time to catch up on it, um, and, but I remember. Did, did you see that? Uh, did they have it on at Blue Jays? Yeah, probably, most likely <laughs> okay. on a very tiny little tube TV <laughs> behind the toaster oven with the Mama Celeste. <laughs> so let's see here. On Rotten Tomatoes, uh, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey gets a 56 on the thermometer and actually also gets a 56 on the audience score. I got to tell you, man, the brilliance of the movie is, I guess, really just lays in Bill and Ted themselves. Uh, It's a testament to Alex Winter, the lesser known of the Bill and Ted's, (laughs) and Keanu Reeves, man. Like, the characters are just so good. I was actually watching it with a critical eye, and I was thinking, like, there's no two other actors that you could replace these characters with, and the movie would work. It's set in a um, utopian future, of course, where Bill and Ted have saved the world through their music of the uh, Wild Stallions. But there is a villain, of course. And Wes, if I have the share, I would like to. Um... You do? No, oh, no, there you go. Go, go for it. Yeah, I know, but you know I'm fucking dumb here. No, nope. I... I, you didn't. I lied. <clears throat> I just, I got to you now. Why? Why? How do I? You go to screen share at the bottom, hit that, uh-huh. and then it should pop up above that. It should give you some, there we some go. options. I gotcha. Booyah! There we go. Merle All right. said to do that. Yeah. So on the left, um, and if you're just listening, you're screwed. But if you're not and you're actually watching the video here, on the left is actually the villain from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. And um, if you notice, on the right, there's another man who's a real man. His name is uh, Klaus Schwab. And Klaus Schwab is actually the um, man who invented the World Economic Forum. Now, much like the gentleman to the left who's the villain in Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, he wants to uh, change the world. He's a tyrannical militant, and he wants to change society by reprogramming the social fabric much like Klaus Schwab wants to do with the World Economic Forum. <laughs> but if you'll also notice that Klaus Schwab also has a striking resemblance to none other than Darth Vader, another man who wants to change society by reprogramming its social fabric. Jesus. Which I found to be very telling. Uh, you know, it resonates with, with this current uh, era that we, uh, that we reside in. Uh, right now yeah. so with that said it has a very compelling storyline it makes sense uh the klaus schwab of the story is going to be sending two robot bill and ted's back to the current era to kill bill and ted so they can't create the music 
that then uh, changes the world. Again, it's a goofy movie. Yeah. It can't stand on its own. But the love of the characters drives the storyline, and they have the balls to actually kill Bill and Ted. Within the first 30 minutes, they throw Bill and Ted off a fucking cliff. I was going to say, one of my favorite uh, bits from that movie is when they beat death in games. They beat him in Twister. They beat him in, uh, was it Checkers or Chess? Uh, and a few other things. Well, that, that's what I was going to get to. It's clever. The stupidity of Bill and Ted adds to the appeal of the movie because death gives them this very just like disheartening, fucking bleak, fucking challenge. You, you may challenge me, but if you lose... You stay in purgatory forever. And then they challenge him to Battleship. And yeah. then they challenge him to fucking Twister. It's a, it was a and two out they, of three. Two out of five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they turn death into a character in and of himself. So You may a be fucking... a king or a little street sweeper, but sooner or later you have to dance with the reaper. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> and death befriends them. It becomes goofy. And by that point, though, you're fully like engrossed in the storyline, no matter how stupid it is, no matter how obnoxious it is it's dumb and they also don't shy away from the fact that the plot is exactly the same as the first movie it's just instead of traveling through time they travel to heaven and hell and they go to heaven to find the people the guys that are then going to take them back to the present right to defeat their evil robot <laughs> counterparts and of course so, you have you have uh george carlin in there who's one of my favorite comedians of all time. So I just stand with that. Yes, there. they convinced this guy who, again, was trying to reprogram society through the social fabric of their mentality. Yes, he's, yeah, yes. Rufus. He signed on for this quote unquote lame, uh, you know, extra piece to the Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. He, he was down with it. I know he needed some money, I know he owed people a few dollars here and there. But again, the movie works if you liked Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. If you didn't watch that movie, the movie makes no sense at all whatsoever. But it is a pleasurable experience. And if you haven't visited it in quite some time, I do recommend it. It is a good, bad movie. Yeah. Alan's going to watch and, it. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll check it out again, maybe. Probably not. <laughs> it sounds fucking terrible. I'm telling you, though, yes, Alan, it is terrible, but the, the, Bill and Ted are so good at being Bill and Ted that all of the nonsense that is the movie is kind of washed away. You're rooting for these characters, and I feel like that's what makes a good movie, is if you can root for the characters, no matter how flawed they are, no matter how idiotic they are, if you have a soft spot in your heart for what they're trying to accomplish— You'll enjoy the nonsense that surrounds them. I was just like going through some of the characters on IMDb. I came across, uh, was it Amy? Well, <clears throat> whatever her character was, but it's Bill, Bill's hot stepmom. <laughs> well, now it's Ted's hot stepmom. She, oh, she kept yeah. switching. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the, in the original film, she was Bill's stepmom, who they went to high school with. They were freshmen when she was a senior. Right. And then she divorces Bill's dad. And marries Ted's dad, but she's also throwing uh throwing eyes at uh, some other people on the movie. <laughs> yeah, no, sounds uh, like sounds like a humdinger. 
I've seen both. I saw both of them in theaters. By the way, my dad liked liked it. Wow. Yeah. Like the old man yeah, my dad like, liked them too. And that that I think that. And when I was a kid, you couldn't just get a movie here and there. Like movies were like they had more weight. It's there were less of them. They were less accessible. So you had to like, and maybe that's what it is too. Is you had to enjoy them because you had no choice. <laughs> that's right. Spend a little money, get a little popcorn, get your hands greasy. And by that point, I think they had already made like the cartoon. So like they were fully invested in the Bill and Ted adventures. Shit. Yeah. And uh, Keanu Reeves was moving on to Point Break and what's his face was moving on to things. (laughs) Alex Winter. Well, you got to remember, he was in Lost Boys. That's right. Yeah. Bill and Ted's excellent. Yeah, yeah. And that was Bill and Ted's that. excellent adventure, and he was also in Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, and then he was in a Popeye's Chicken, I'm sure, at some point. <laughs> An ad or the maybe a movie. Home <laughs> Blockbuster in behind the, the ca- behind the counter. No <laughs> fry, fry, fryer section. <laughs> yeah, this is was it Ted Theodore Logan coming to you live from the Blue Jay on Route 40. Shit is popping off here. Yeah. And listen. For, get, your, get, your, get your shanks out. Tell all the kiddos and the kidettes in the greater Ellicott City, Arbutus, and, and Catonsville area why this is a safe place and where you can catch the middle class holes. Alan. Uh, because it, it's safe because it has Mama Celeste pizzas and a <laughs> cigarette machine. <laughs> so you don't even have to leave to get your smokes. You can just Believe! pop $7 into a vending machine and out comes a pack of Marvel Red 100s <laughs> like some Kit Kat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, America and its K-Day. Good times. But yes, yeah, so you can find us, as always, on all your favorite social media platforms. We're at MDL Classholes on Instagram and Twitter. We're the Middle Classholes on Facebook and TikTok. And of course, for your listening pleasures, please check us out. On Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. Guys, do we have any emails? Tickle our tummies, gmail.com. Nothing? No, we're good. We didn't get any coupons or nothing. We should. <laughs> start. I'm going to just start signing this up for stuff. Like, and go to like fucking a new retail store. And they're like, hey, do you want to sign up? Yeah, tickle our tummies, gmail.com. Send us Coles Bucks. That's right. I may, I may just start putting that for my regular uh, email address. For, hey, you you just sign up for this? Boom, yeah. You should put it on your you should put it on your resume. Yeah. Stick a loud tummies. <laughs> Actually, I'll, then, I'll hit up the Jehovah's Witness all, guy again. Be like, look. And then all three of us get to answer any important emails. Doesn't matter what it is. I might text into the inbox. Whoever sees it first, just reply. I'll text the Jehovah's Witness guy from two weeks ago, from last week, and say, listen, I don't prefer uh phone call. I prefer email. Please, please email us at tickle our tummies. <laughs> Do and it. Then, then, no, the, please. then the listeners can figure they can can generate a response. Figure it out. Yeah. Okay. I like it. All right. That's a plan. All right. Well, shit. Hey, happy. We didn't even touch on it this week. Happy Halloween, everyone. Uh, it's going to be coming up in a few days. Yeah. Get out there. Dress. Hey, dress is the fucking um, dress is death from Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. That would be that would be a great costume. Walk around with a fucking pickaxe. Yeah. Hold on. Let me let me look this up real quick. 
Sigh. Sorry, I was looking at Amy Stodge hot picks on fucking. <laughs> Come on, Ted. Yeah, here we go. Perfecto. That's an easy costume. Get yourself some white. I mean, you're kind of you could you could take it down. You could be powder from the movie Powder. <laughs> from the movie Powder. <laughs> is this uh, Mur? Is this where he's all excited to go to heaven? Yeah, they're in they're in heaven, and uh, at this point, yeah, they're getting ready to they're getting ready to mug some guy, and uh, yeah, Bill and Ted are. Bill and Ted are getting ready to face uh, the pearly gates and have to explain themselves. And then they mug a guy. They mug three people. Gotcha. It's, dude, it's actually a good movie. I, I think it's a good movie. It's Don't watch it sober. <laughs> don't do that to yourself. I didn't plan on <laughs> But <it>. half-wasted. <laughs> it's a good uh, It's a good brainless movie. Yeah. I mean, look, you, the Halloween costume could be, I'm death. What's death? From Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Yeah? Okay, no, I'm Powder. From what? Powder. Oh, oh. It be death from the fucking entire existence of humanity who's believed in death. Mm, yeah. So, you don't know that. Hey, look. It's better than Chamber of the Board, I'm sure. So. <laughs> yes, 100%. Worlds above Chairman of the Board. Chairman <sighs> of the Board is unwatchable. Bill and Ted's <laughs> Bogus Journey is, is actually watchable even on a good day. Right. Hey, so so Mur next week since we uh, <clears throat> we've been doing this for two years, and we're we're we are weirdly tracking your son's Halloween uh, candy uh, gathering. Let us know how next week goes, okay? Oh, you got it. All right. <laughs> no, we know Kit Kat counts. We know fucking uh, bullshit. Fucking candy apples. I'll weigh it. I will weigh it. I'd actually prefer it if you kind of input all of that raw data into some sort of Excel sheet and make up a graph. Yeah. Of like how many, what kinds of candies, how many candies. Uh, yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah. I've been taking him to a runner's club on Sundays, so he's got better legs on him now. So we're probably going to, we're probably going to clean it up this year. Nice. You should start at yeah. different ends. You should just be a kid. Shave the guy. I'm Andrew Murr's son, William. Me. <laughs> well, for three years now, he's been Mario. And this year, he's switching it up. Mario? Luigi. <laughs> Good for him. Good for him. Creative. I like yeah. it. Yeah. You should be the princess. Really branching out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You should be princess and Maria should be Toadstool. That's that's gonna go with that, actually. Or you should be Waluigi and you should just terrorize him all day. I don't like Waluigi, man. That guy fucking creeps me out, man. Nobody, nobody does. Yeah. La, La Luigi's probably the fucking like chairman of the Birds or Drones Club. <laughs> May I ask why did he be all of a sudden be like, you know what? I'm just like I've I've been Mario. I want to be Luigi now. I I don't fucking know. I can't get that kid's head, playing man. Luigi's Mansion. Yeah. No, no, he hasn't. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I think he. I think he realizes like three years in a row, four years in a row would be pretty lame. So right. it's like, oh, how can I really like expand this? How can I get? I know my brand. Luigi. I yeah. know Luigi. What? And how old is he now? Eight. He just turned eight. Eight next year. See if it'll just be a just a regular plumber. Not Italian. 
<laughs> I mean, we'll see. Just give him a tool belt, <laughs> fucking wrenches. Yeah. Give him a little, him a little uh, roll of that tape you put around fucking yeah. like, your, your shower head. Hey, and I oh. got an idea. When when Marie, when Maria's in the kitchen, like, hey, look, we're, we're going to figure this out. Just say, hey, walk in there like, hey, I heard you need your plumbing fixed. <laughs> yes, yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> I heard you got a blocked up pipe. <laughs> I think we got to wait 10 years for that scene. <laughs> All right, folks, we're done. Happy Halloween. Enjoy enjoy your I may need a hand when I'm just too drunk.